Welcome to Grace Community Church On Demand, the weekly podcast from the Sunday services at Grace Community Church in Rupert, Idaho. Here at Grace, we believe in building the kingdom of God one person at a time. We're passionate about loving God, loving people, and following Jesus. Let's get into this week's message with Pastor Travis Turner. How's everybody doing this morning? Man, I'm so excited to be up here. I feel like I haven't been here up here in months. Um, I'm really excited. Hey, you know, I want to just take a second to just thank um, Brandon Gee for bringing the word a couple weeks ago. Can we just put our hands together for him? <laughs> Pastor Bo Stevenson brought the word last week, and uh, he did an incredible job. I know those guys, man, they bring it, and they get really animated, and, you know, they get really loud and stuff, and I hope I can just match their, their energy this morning. Um, but, you know, one of the coolest things is, um, you know, Pastor Travis, you know, you guys all know he's been uh, um, battling some stuff, and, and he's, doing, he's doing good. He's, he's, uh, he's back at home resting, and, and he's, he's improving. He's doing really, really good. I know that if it wasn't for Tina, he'd be here right now. But, uh, but he, I know he's probably watching right now, but, you know, you just can't keep him. So he's going to be up here shortly uh, in, in due time. I know he will. And, and I'm telling you, I got a chance to spend a couple of minutes with him last week, and I was encouraged. And uh, I know he's going to come back, and, and he's going to light a fire, you know, uh, underneath all of us when he gets back. I believe that. Uh, if you're listening, Pastor T, love you, bro. Um, get better. Get some rest. Listen to your wife. Put your phone down. Um, <laughs> And all that, but uh, but no, I love you, I man. I just want to, you know, just want to say, you know, we I'm so thankful for this incredible team that we have. We've all stepped up, and um, you know, I'm I'm going through some stuff right now with my family, and it's been a hard couple of weeks. And um, I wasn't planning on being here this morning, but um, I um, uh, so Pastor Bo had a message ready, and and I called him on Tuesday and told him, hey, you know what, I. Uh, I've been going through some stuff, and I've been spending some time with the Lord, and I just felt this peace, um, just spending time with my Heavenly Father, that it was therapeutic. It was like I felt like, yes, this is what I need to do, and so the Lord began to speak to me, and I said, you know what, I'm going to take this Sunday, and I'm going to go ahead and preach, and you can save your message for next week or whenever Pastor Travis needs him to preach, but I'm going to bring a word this morning, and I just want to know there's a lot of people that know what I'm going through, and I thank you guys for your, for your prayers. Continue to pray uh, that God's will will be done. Um, but I've been entitled this message, Turning to God in Every Circumstance in Your Life. Okay, and, and so I'm going to read a little bit of a word really quick. Matthew chapter 14, verse 22 says, Immediately after this, Jesus insisted that his disciples would get back into the boat and cross over to the other side of the lake while he sent the people home. After sending them home, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. Night fell while he was there alone. Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble far away from land for a strong wind had risen and they were fighting heavy waves. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came towards them walking on the water when the disciples saw him walking on the water, they, they were terrified. In their fear, they cried out, it's a ghost. But Jesus spoke to them at once, don't be afraid, he said. Take courage, I am here. Then Peter called to him, Lord, if it is really you, tell me to come to you walking on the water. Yes, come, Jesus said. So Peter went over the side of the boat and walked on 
the water towards Jesus, but when he saw the strong wind and the waves, he was terrified and began to sink. Save me, Lord, he shouted. Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him. You have so little faith, Jesus said. Why do you doubt me? When they climbed back into the boat, the wind stopped. Then the disciples whispered or um, worshipped him. You really are the son of God, they exclaimed. Let's bow our heads, close our eyes. Heavenly Father, Lord, I just thank you for today, Lord. I thank you for just giving me the opportunity to be up here sharing your word, Lord. Father, I pray that you would be with me. Lord, I pray that you would ready the hearts of your children this morning to receive the word that comes out of my mouth, my mouth, Lord, I pray that you would just be with me, Lord. I need your help this morning. Let it penetrate their hearts, Lord, so that they can walk out of here just a little different than the way they came in. Father, I give you all the glory, all the praise in Jesus' mighty name. And all his children said, amen, amen. How many of you guys have read that uh, passage maybe once or twice? Right? I mean, if you call yourself, I've read this passage so many times. Um, and, but but what I was reading, when I was reading this week, I realized... In reading that, 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 there's, that there's, there's something that I missed all the time I read this, and it's, it's that, that when, you're, when you're in the middle of a storm, right, uh, blaming and, and complaining isn't going to get you out of the storm, right? right. I, I mean, check this out. It, it, uh, when you find yourself in a situation just like the disciples found themselves in, uh, there's, there, there's a, a tendency to, 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 uh, to throw blame, there's a tendency to, to, to compare and bicker, right? Anybody been there? See, I've been going through something uh, 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 this past couple of weeks, and, 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 and my, my first reaction is, is why, why are we going through this, right? Why, why, do, why do Christians go through storms and through trials and through difficulties, Hopefully, by the time we walk out of here, we'll understand that, see, the disciples, they like to argue. They like to bicker, right, with, the, with each other, right? You know what? This storm that we, that we read about in, in Matthew chapter, chapter 14, uh, it, it brings the, the disciples together in a unique way, right? And, and as, as they find themselves in the storm, you don't see Peter and Andrew going back and forth with each other. You don't, see, you don't see James and John arguing about who's rowing faster. All they care about is getting through the storm, right? But what really got my attention, what I really missed, and I've been missing this whole time reading this passage, is this, that, first of all, that, that complaining and bickering doesn't get you to the storm, right? But check this out. This is what I missed. If we can put it up on the screen, Matthew 14, 22. It says that Jesus insisted that the disciples would get back into the boat and cross over to the other side of the lake. In other translations, it says that Jesus made the disciples get on the boat. This is what's crazy. I want you guys to understand something. I wasn't planning on preaching this morning, okay? But when I read this, I said, I began to think, and something happened, okay? Then I thought, you know what? I was working on my message on Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday. No, it was Monday because Matthew doesn't work on Tuesdays. It was Monday. I was working on the message. And I, I remember, maybe it was Wednesday. I don't know. <laughs> my days are coming together like really fast, I'm telling you. And, um, 
And so I'm sitting right there, and I'm like, Matthew's here. So I go back into his little cave back here. He's back there working. And I go, hey, Matt. I said, really quick. I said, um, do you have your songs ready for Sunday? He's like, yeah. You know, he gets them ready, you know, weeks ahead of time. I said, what's, what's the list of songs? And he said, well, I got this, 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 this song. And he said that one of the songs was Oceans. And I was going to ask him if he can play that song or if they can do that song this Sunday. But I, he said that you know, that was already on the list. So I said, okay, it was meant to be because God put that song in my heart. And then as I come in this morning, I preached uh, on that song. But then I have somebody come up to me and say, hey, you know what? The Lord told me or showed me something through that song. And it needs to be shared. And I asked her, you know, go ahead and tell me what the Lord is telling you. And she's tell she tells me my whole message in about two seconds I said that's perfect that's confirmation that this word is for somebody that's here today that you're not here by, the, by, by, by accident you're here by divine appointment and if you just grab onto your seat I really believe that God is going to show you something this, this morning okay so so it says that Jesus made the disciples get into the boat you know some people when we're going through stuff right how many of you guys have ever been through stuff through a, through, 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 through a storm, right? So how many of you guys find yourself, when you're going through a storm, you say, man, why is the devil attacking me? <laughs> or, or, or you say, you know, well, how did I get myself in it? Oh, the devil made me do it. Right? But right here we see that, that Jesus, it says he made the disciples get into the boat. Jesus made the disciples get into the boat. He, he didn't suggest that they get into the boat. He didn't ask them to get into the boat, right? He insisted that they get into the boat. It's not like he didn't know what was going to happen. I mean, he's the son of God. He's the, he's the all-knowing. He knew what was going to happen. He, he, he tells them. I mean, how does the, the one with all the wisdom send them into something that would threaten their life? You know why? Because certain storms are unavoidable. Certain storms. The Bible says that in this world you will have trouble. There, you're going to face some storms. And not every storm is from the enemy. We give the enemy, the enemy way too much credit. See, some of us, we've been through some storms. It could be, it doesn't always have to be a physical storm. Maybe it's, maybe it's, a, it's an emotional storm. Maybe it's a, a psychological storm. Maybe sometimes it's a, it's a, it's a relational storm. Can somebody say amen? amen? Some of you guys are going through some relationships that you know you shouldn't be in. Just saying. See, at times, sometimes we find ourselves in some storms. And rather than spending our energy, and we spend all our energy trying to get ourselves out of this storm when really we should, spending all, we should be spending all our energy trying to figure out what is it that God is trying to teach us. Right. See, I figured something out. There's two ways to get out of a storm, right? The first one is, is, is to, have, to be a survivor, to have a victory over your storm, Right? And it's great to celebrate a victory, right? It's great to celebrate. It's great to celebrate being a survivor. I mean, the fact that some of you guys are sitting here today, it's a victory. It's a miracle. 
because you've been through some stuff, right? And just getting here, just waking up and saying, you know what, I'm going I'm to go to church today. It was, it was a struggle. But you're here. We got to celebrate that. We got to celebrate that you're still here. See, as a matter of fact, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and give you guys a few seconds. If you've, if you've gone through a storm this week, if, you, if you're a survivor this week, I'm going to give you guys a couple of seconds to just glorify your Heavenly Father right now. Just thank Him. Just give Him, out a, give him a shout. Say, thank you, Lord, that, I, that, that, that I've come through addiction, but I'm still here. That I've come through divorce, but I'm still here. That I've come through some stuff, but guess what? I'm still here. Come on, somebody's got to say, Lord, you're so good in my life. It's okay to be a survivor. Do you understand that there's people in here that have just made it, just barely made it. You survived. But God wants to tell you that it's okay to be a survivor. But he doesn't just want us to be survivors. He wants, to, wants us to be a people that are, that are students of the storm. The, 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 the one that learned. See, I, I am willing to learn through my storm. I don't just want to get out of my storm. I want to be in the storm because in the storm, he shows up. In, his, in the storm, I see his miracles happen. In his storm, in the middle of the storm, my faith is tested and I get stronger. Because it's in the middle of the storm that when we're desperate for him, that we see the miracles happen. It's in the middle of the storm that we see God's mercy and his power at work. It's in the middle of the storm. See, when we're neck high in water, our only hope is in him. Right? First service, Matthew was talking about how, you know, how uh, I guess his kids are taking swimming lessons or something. And how, you know, when you take swimming lessons, they put you in, you know, ankles deep, right? And they let you touch the water and you splash around a little bit. And, and then they, they, they push you a little bit further to about your knees, right? And, and you get a little bit more wet. And he says, that's how, our, that's how our, our relationship with Christ works. We start off by getting our feet wet. But there's some of you guys that have been sitting in the, in the, in the, in the shallow section for, for years. And you, and you wonder, Lord, why aren't you moving in my life? It's because you're too scared to get into the deepest. It's in the deep the miracles happen. Because in the deep we have no control. I don't know how many of you guys have ever seen that, those movies where people are stuck in the middle of the ocean. And they're terrified or whatever. That's what I picture it. We're like, there's sharks all around. And the only thing that can save you is God. There's nothing. Your money's not going to save you. Your wife or husband's not going to save you. You know, your $80 truck's not going to save Well, I'm going to stop because I don't want to step on people's toes. <laughs> when you're going through the metal of a storm and the waves are throwing you back and forth and you have no control, you begin to really focus on who you rely on. I've been going through some stuff in my family. You know, they're, they're believers, but they, their beliefs are a little bit different than my beliefs. And, and you see when you're being tossed back and forth, right? You begin to focus on the things that really matter, which is him. Oh, oh, I've seen people that don't have a relationship with God. 
that have never asked God into their home, but the minute something happens, who do they call on first? In two ways. They're either going to call on him or they're going to blame him, but they're going to call on him one way or another. Right? When, 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 we're, when we're faced with trial, when we're faced with difficulties, our focus changes a little bit. We sing this song. It's one of my favorite songs. I said, there's two songs that I sing when I'm going through something. There's two songs that I sing. There's, there's, there's a song called I Will Trust You by, by Katie and Brian Torwalt. And then there's another song called Oceans. That wrecks me every time I listen to it. It's like a declaration. It's like a, like, it's like, like, I, like I'm, like I'm right there in His presence when I'm going through something, and all of a sudden I, I, I find my confidence again. All of a sudden I find my hope again, and it's this song, Oceans. You guys have probably heard it. <laughs> have you guys heard it? I mean, we we sing it all the time, right? I think we just sang it before this, right? It's the youth's favorite, one of the youth's favorite songs. It's a great song, right? But do we really know what we're singing? Do we really know what the writer was trying to say when he put these words together? Or is it just words? See, this song is all about trusting God in situations that are beyond us. And it's based on the story of Peter walking on water. I'm going to stop talking to Matthew because every time I talk to him before my message, he starts using my notes. So next time we have that meeting, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> but this song is talking about Peter walking on water. Besides demonstrating that, that, that Jesus is the son of God, this story of Peter walking on water is, is it's also about how doubt arises. When we take our focus off of Jesus and we focus on our situations. Peter had the faith to know that Jesus could help him do the impossible, which was walk on water. Likewise, we also know that Jesus can help us out in the middle of a storm, right? However, Peter begins to notice the wind, and as he sees the, uh, as he starts walking on water, and naturally he becomes afraid. Knowing he's in an unknown, unknown, uh, unknown situation beyond his, his uh, abilities, you know, he, he, he begins to have this fear and he begins to sink. How many of you guys us find ourselves in that situation right now? How many of you guys go through, a, maybe not you guys, but I know that when I, sometimes me, when I'm going through something, my first thing, you know, I, I get some doubt in my mind. Right? I'm just talking about me, not you guys. You guys are spiritual. You guys are second service. But me, when I'm going through something, sometimes I think, oh, my gosh, is God really going to get me out of this? When Jesus asked why he doubted, he points out that Peter was already doing the impossible. Some of you guys are here already. You face some impossibilities. You've gone through some stuff, right? God has gotten you through something and you still have doubt. 
you still have doubt. How is the wind going to make the situation any more impossible? Right? I mean, I mean, sometimes, let me, let me just, I'll get off track. The story reminds us that when we truly realize who we are trusting in, see, the story of Peter, this song that we sing, when we really realize who our trust is in, who we serve, who we belong to, what Jaina says is difficult for us to realize that he is ours and we're his. When, we, when you finally can get through that barrier that the enemy's put in front of you and you realize who you, whose you are and who you are, that the same God that commands the wind and the waves is the God that you serve, it changes everything. It doesn't just change some things, it changes everything. It doesn't change just alcoholism. It changes everything. I was talking to a guy. He's like, you know how he's been taken out of, out of meth. He's been taken out of alcoholism. He's been taken out of pornography. He's been whatever, but he struggles with nicotine. The same God that commands the winds and the waves to calm It's the same God that you serve. And guess what? When you believe that, it changes everything in your life. It transforms you. It was 20-something years ago that I found myself in his presence, addicted to meth, alcoholic, everything. And I said, Lord, if you're really real, take these addictions away from me and make it an addiction towards you, and I will never turn away from you. In his presence... A miracle happened. But I didn't say, Lord, if, if you're really real, take drinking away from me. And then, not, not nicotine yet, because I, you know, I really like it. It's, it's popular right now, so I want to be popular. You know? No, no, it's, Lord, if you're really real, take these addictions. Uh, another word for addictions is take this sin. If we begin to name it what it is, then he's got the power to see your miracle come through. We make up words so that we feel good about it. We mold the Bible to fit my lifestyle. When you know who you are, who's you are and who you are, miracles begin to happen. In the same way, this song Oceans reminds us to keep our eyes focused on Jesus. It relates this story to our faith, to our life. It speaks of how God calls, how he calls us into the great unknown. So that our, our faith can be stretched. How many, how, how many of you have ever gone through a storm and you're going through it, right? And you say, Lord, take me deeper into the storm. I just, I just, I just, I'm having so much fun here. I just, I just want to learn more. Maybe he just wants us to be students of the storm. Because when we begin to study out the storm, when we begin to 
to focus on the fact that maybe I'm not there because I've done something wrong. Maybe I'm there because God doesn't want us to get comfortable. And it's in the storm that our faith rises. It's in the storm, in the middle of the storm, that we see that God really is who he says he is. Gosh, if you didn't go through anything, how would you know that you needed a God? Somebody said it in a, before service. They said, you know, uh, body, I've heard this. Bodybuilders, I don't know. It's not a joke. But, <laughs> but bodybuilders, right? Any, any bodybuilders here? Right? When you start lifting weights and it gets hard and it starts, you get sore, what do you do? You take off weight, right? And you go back to the donut shop. No, you put on more weight. <laughs> you get deeper. Because getting deeper when it's, when it's painful, when it hurts, is where you see results. Some of us need to say, Lord, don't get me out of this storm. Get me through this storm. Because if, you, if you're a child of God, you believe that he's in there with you. And you, need, and you, you stop giving you know, uh, uh, so much credit to the enemy who's got no power over you. And you begin to think, oh, maybe I'm in this because God is trying to show me something. Ooh. Yay me. <laughs> right? <laughs> and you celebrate your storm. How many of you guys have ever celebrated your storm? Yeah, the rainbow doesn't come out unless there's a storm. Wow. It's been horrible out there. Single digits. But guess what? There's something germinating underneath there. You farmers know that this is great. The rest of us is like, I'm moving to a hotter climate place. <laughs> but people that know that God is at work in the middle of your storm, in a dry season, whatever, knows that there's something happening. He's working your faith. He's about to do a miracle in your life. He's still in the business of miracles. Check this out. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to blow you guys' mind right now. <laughs> Grab onto this really quick, okay? God wants to do a miracle this morning in your life. But Pastor Travis is not here. Guess what? God still works even if Pastor Travis is not here. Oh, oh I hope Javi has a good message. Listen, I got nothing to offer you. It's a point you to the Father. That's it. Yes, so good. See, when you know who you are, who you belong to, when you start going through a storm, your first reaction is to call on Jesus, not Pastor Travis. It's to call on Jesus, not Javier. Javier, I need you to pray for me. Why can't you pray for yourself? Check this out. I'm a short little fat guy from a third world country. I didn't start serving God till I was about 27, 28 years old. And God is using me, not, not, not my power, but his power through me is affecting the lives of people. Yeah. All the glory goes to him. Yeah. Amen. There's people in this place that you were born in a church. You've been going to church your whole entire life and you're coming in here and drinking milk. Yeah. When you should be calling on the name of Jesus and teaching people. We don't need me to come up here and tell you who, 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 who God's power, you should have it for yourself. Yeah, 100%. The same power that Jesus carried flows through your veins. 
the same anointing that Pastor Travis carries or I carry flows through your veins. I mean, don't get me wrong. We want you to call, okay? We love praying with you. But if you can't get a hold of somebody, don't let your life fall apart. It's him and him alone. Your hope and your glory, that's it. I just could, I just could remind you who you are, but that's all I got. Thank you, bro. I need, a, I need to buy me. I know somebody needs to buy me a preaching towel. <laughs> Sorry, I get a little excited. I don't know if you guys know that. I get a little bit excited, and it's because I know who I serve. And there's no way, there's no way I'd be up here if it wasn't for my Heavenly Father. Without Him, I'm the worst husband. Without Him, I'm the worst dad. Without Him, I'm the worst friend. Without him, I'm an angry person. I'm a, I, I, I don't have confidence in me. But with him, I'm everything. Yes. Listen, I'm not more special than you are. Right? You have that same authority. See, when you, when you know who you are and who you serve, you walk in here expecting. You walk in here. Nothing brought me more joy than seeing people on the floor on their face expecting something to happen because you've been through something and the only way that you're going to see your miracle is in his presence that's it or you could sit on your chair and and look pretty and all that but your miracle is in his presence His grace abounds in your depression. His grace abounds in your hopelessness. It abounds in your mistakes. In whatever circumstance you find yourself in this morning. God is right there. Listen, it gives encouragement for situations that are beyond our control. The, the, the song says that he never failed you. And he won't start now. We got to believe what we worship. We got to believe it for ourselves. He never failed you. He won't start now. The bridge of the song sums everything up in a prayer. Listen, it says, Spirit lead me where my trust is without border. Let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me. Wherever you would call me. Sometimes it's in the middle of a storm. Sometimes he's calling you because he knows that you're about to have, bre- have breakthrough. But if he leaves you where you're at, you're too comfortable. You're not going to experience anything. So he has to wake you up. He has to shake you up and put you in the middle of a storm. And it goes on to say, take me deeper than my feet could ever wander. Come on, guys. How many of you guys have prayed that? Lord, I know I'm going through some, I almost said a bad word, (laughs) stuff. (laughs) Right? You can say that in youth. You can't say that in here. I'm kidding. I I kid. I kid. I I kid. Pastor Travis, I kid. But some of you guys are going through some stuff. 
You're going through some stuff, right? And, and how many of you guys are willing to pray, Lord, just take me deeper in this? Because yeah. I know you're trying to show me something. No, a lot of us, we got to, please get me out of here. We got to start redirecting our prayers and Lord, get me through this. Show me something. Teach me. Because I know that when I come out on the other side of the storm, I'm going to be a little bit stronger. And I'm going to be ready for the next storm. And in the next storm, I'm going to get a little bit stronger. And in the next storm, I'm going to be a little bit stronger. And check this out. Pretty soon, people are going to be looking at you for prayer. For guidance. You're going to start transforming your, your work crew, Tony. It's going to be, all of them are going to be sitting here in church. Why? Because you're not talking about it. You're living it. Oh, I know a lot of people that know Jesus or about Jesus, but do they know Jesus? Oh, I know we know the word, but do we walk the word? Oh, I know that God can heal. I've heard about it. But do I believe that he can heal? Oh, come on. Because when we're, in the, when we're in the deeps of the ocean, when we're up to our head in water, it's where our faith will be made stronger. And check this out. When your faith is made stronger, you'll find yourself in the presence of your Savior. All the time. I'm going to say something, and I mean it with all respect. I mean it with all respect. But why do we have to wait for somebody to get sick so that we can have a prayer chain? And prayer, and prayer every single day. And we're not going to stop praying until this person gets healed. And we're not going to, oh, and, and this person's going to take this time. Shouldn't that be our lifestyle? Why aren't we seeing miracles? Because that's not our lifestyle. We're not expecting. How do, how do you get something if you don't expect it? When I get home, I expect my wife to have lunch. I'm expecting it. Guess what? Chances are she'll probably make lunch. Or she'll make me do it. But we're going to have lunch one way or another. Right? You have to come in here expecting the move of God. Not just talk about it. You have to have this faith that when you're, that that's your lifestyle. And then when you have that lifestyle, guess what? All of a sudden, you find yourself in the presence of God all the time. Not just on Sundays. Not just on Wednesdays. I'm going to tell you guys something too. The enemy doesn't stop working on Tuesday and on Monday. Right? And on Thursdays, he's working all the time. We have to be people that are yearning from him, for him every single minute of our life. My wife, a lot of you guys don't know this, but my wife has epilepsy. And I remember, you know, years ago when my daughter was about five or six, she's always been a, 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 a spiritual, my spiritual strength. She's my youngest. My daughter, my oldest is incredible too. I better say that or else she'll be, I'll be getting called. <laughs> but my youngest, my youngest, I mean, she, I mean, she was a prayer warrior. I mean, she, we went to a church where, I mean, people would call so that Danny can pray with them. And I remember, again, all the glory goes to God. I mean, listen, if I say something, it's like, I raised two girls. That's a victory right there, okay? 
The fact that they're still alive, that's a, big, that's a miracle. But, but, but I say this, I had a lot of help and God has been good to me. But, but my daughter would, I remember my wife having a seizure. Um, she had multiple seizures and they're, and they're pretty ugly. But I remember like she, would ha- she was having a seizure and my oldest was running around losing her mind. And, and, and Danny's about five or six and I look over and she's playing with her toys. But she's like, when she starts having a seizure, she's just on her hands and knees and she's just praying. And so we get through the seizure and everything. I put my, my wife to sleep. And then I, I say, hey, Danny, I said, don't you get scared when mom has a seizure? She's like, no. I'm like, why not? She's like, well, because I asked my father to take care of her. And, if it, and, and he's right there. And then I feel his arms around me when I'm praying. So he's comforting me. So I'm not, what's there to be scared about? It doesn't catch him off surprise, by surprise that she's having a seizure. I mean, she's got epilepsy. You know, she, you know, so this is a child. And the Bible talks about having childlike faith. Yeah. See, when you know who you are and who you are, then you begin to activate the power that you carry. And then you begin to expect. And with expectations, then God starts moving. Yeah. Then you see the miracles, right? And guess what? When you know who you are, all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm just lucky. You know, that, that, that happened. Or, oh, you know what? Well, he just had great doctors. Listen, God is who God says he is. And when we trust in him, his will is his will. We can, we can try our hardest, right, to, to do our will. But at the end of the day, his will. And if I have peace in it, then I know that his will is going to be done and I'm going to be okay with it. I'm going to close with this. I got another hour, so we're good. <laughs> I think we give too much credit to the enemy every time that we go through a storm. See, I believe that if you're a child of God, you find yourself, and you find yourself in the middle of a storm, and, I, and if you say that you're a student of the storm, then you can walk through that storm, through that situation, knowing that your heavenly Father is right there with you. Because he never leaves you, he will never forsake you, he's never failed you, and he's not going to start now, right? So when you're a child of God, and you're a student of the, of the storm, then you walk with confidence and assurance that he, said, that he is who he says he is, and that he will come through for you, right? The song goes on to say, you call me out upon the waters, the great unknown where feet may fail. And there I find you in the mystery. It's right there. See, when you're focused on him, you find him. You focus on the storm, you're going to find it. But when you focus on him, you'll find him in the mystery, in oceans deep. It's in oceans deep that you find him. Not ankles deep. Not knees deep. But when you surrender yourself completely and say, Lord, take me into deeper waters. Take me into the great unknown so that I can be and I can find and I can be in your presence. And I will call upon your name. It's his name that 
his name that gets us through the storm. Listen, check this out. I met a lot of people with a lot of money. When they're in their deathbed, that doesn't do anything. When, 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 when you have a lot of money and you're addicted, it doesn't do anything. It just gets you more of the stuff that you don't need. It doesn't matter what you're struggling with. We don't have the physical power in our own to get ourselves out of it. It's Jesus and Jesus alone. Yeah, our hope and glory. Amen. Listen, when, when, when you know this, when you understand this, then you're able and you understand that, you know what? It's, if I'm going through a storm, whether it's, whether, it's, whether it's addiction, God will take you out of it. And guess what? When, you, when he takes you out of it, you'll be able to live your life to the fullest. Listen, there's people, there's a, there, there, if you've gone through a divorce, it's a victory. Guess what? When, when you know who you are, even after the divorce, you're going to have a better life than you had before if you trust in him. Some of you guys, oh, yeah, that's easy for you to say. No, I trust in him. I believe in him. I know that his plan is better than my plan. His timing is better than my timing. See, a lot of us, we say we believe in Christ, but something happens and we stop living. We say that we trust and believe that his will will be done, but when it happens and it's not ours, we stop living. Somebody needs to hear that, listen, his plan is better than your plan. And if you trust in him, you might not understand it right now, but you will one day and you'll realize that his plan was better than your plan. I had a guy right before service talk to me and said, you know what, Javi? That hit so close to home because when I was in high school, young in high school, he said, I had a friend and he was living for the Lord and he was going to church and all this stuff. And he came out of the world and he said that he told God that if I ever go back to the world, you know, you can let me die. Somewhere along those lines. And he said that not too after he went to a party, he got back into living for the world. And, 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 he, and he, uh, he went to this party and, and, and drove home after he'd been drinking, got in a car accident, and he died. He said it's the most horrible thing, the worst storm he's ever been through. But he said, but when he went to the funeral, almost every kid that was his friend, that was, that was connected to him, went to, the, went to the funeral. And on his funeral... They all gave their life to the Lord. And then all through high school, they started going to church and serving God and all that. And he says, the last he remembers, they all, they all were going to, most of them were still going to church. Listen, when we trust in the Lord at the worst of our life, during, after our worst storm, we will see that the same weapon that the enemy uses to destroy us, will be the same weapon that God uses to glorify himself and give you purpose and give you peace. So I believe that you can go through a divorce and even though that's not what you wanted, God can use that and take that and give you a better life if you trust in him. If you lost a loved one and you're going through something and, you, and, and, and you've been struggling with that and you've been going through this thing where sometimes you feel, sometimes you don't, I really believe that if you really, really, really lean on him, in his understanding and trust him with everything that you got 
you will begin to live a better life. A, a full life. Yeah, the pain's still there. Yeah, we still miss them. Listen, I'm getting ready to, to, I'm supposed to be getting a phone call any minute to see where my brother's at. And I came at peace with myself this week saying, you know what, whatever God, whatever you want, I'm going to continue to serve you. I'm going to continue to do your work. I'm going to continue to love you better than I've ever done. Because it's not my will, it's yours. And if there's anything good still in my brother's life and you want to do a miracle, I believe in it. And take him out of that and use him for your glory. But if it's your will to, for, for him to be gone, then I accept that and I know that your will and your plans and your timing is better than mine. And I don't understand it, but I trust you. And I don't get it, but I trust you. And it hurts, but I trust you. And the joy of the Lord is going to be my strength. And I'm going to continue to live my life to the fullest. And every day, I'm going to do everything in my power for God to use me to bring one more person to the Lord to the day that I go. So the situation that has nothing to do with who my Heavenly Father is in my life, I know who He is. And I know that this is a storm. And I know that he's in there with me. And my prayer is this. Lord, just be with my family. Because their beliefs are a little bit different than mine. Give them the strength that they need. But I know that with me, I'm at peace with it. Because you're my savior. You're my hope. And Lord, if this is the situation, take me deeper. It's going to hurt. But I want to know what, what you're trying to teach me. Take me deeper. Whatever the cost is. And through this situation, I'm going to learn. Through this situation, I'm going to get stronger. And hopefully, I'll be able to give somebody a little bit more hope through your glory. Through your strength. Because I got nothing to, to offer. See, without him, I'd be a mess right now. The last few weeks, I've seen people be a mess. Because they don't have the hope that I have. They don't have the relationship. They don't know that I am his. They don't, they don't know that they're his and he's theirs. They don't have that relationship. But when you have that relationship, you're able to go through your storms and come out on the other side stronger than you were before. Yeah. Amen. Do you guys receive that this morning? Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. Heavenly Father, Lord, I just thank you for today, Lord. I thank you for your word. Father, I thank you for who you are, Lord. Father, I pray that as we walk out of these walls, Lord, that we will become students of our storms, that we would embrace our storms, Lord, that we would give, give, give everything that we have to get through those storms. Father, let us just trust in you, not just talk about it, but really live it. Father, be with us as we leave this place cover us with your Holy Spirit. Lord, let us walk out of here just a little bit different than the way we came in. Father, we love you. We praise you. We give you all the glory, all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name and all his children said, amen, amen. Come on, guys, let's worship. That's it for today's teaching. 
Hey, here's an idea. Share today's message with a friend or family member. If you're listening from outside our fellowship, we'd love to meet you. Visit graceid.org and hit the contact form to get in touch. We'd also love for you to join us. You can even check us out on Facebook Live by searching Facebook for Grace Church Rupert ID. Learn more and plug in at graceid.org. Thanks for listening to this week's message from Grace Community Church.